Hey all, my name is Brian Baird. Welcome to my program called Truth is Truth. The program is a faith-based podcast. I will be discussing biblical truth, biblical faith, biblical faith in politics, and many of my life experiences relating to both, and hopefully experiences of others who are willing to be involved. This will be an evolving life application program that people will be able to apply to their lives every day as it pertains to them. Please join me as we learn the truth together. Thank you, and God bless. Hi all, Brian Baird here, the host of Truth is Truth, along with Pastor Brett Baird of Morning Star Church. Yes, uh, he is my brother, as you can tell by the last name. He's number three of five uh, boys, all boys. Today we're going to discuss a couple of things, and I want everyone to know out there, this is going to be unedited. We will not put this through edit uh, as we do everything else, um, because we want to make sure that we get everything in and, and show our human characteristics, and not that we're perfect, because we're not. We're going to stumble and we're going to say some things um, that I want to make sure get heard and not edit it out. So first, uh, we're going to talk about uh, later in the program, there is only one God, which is what episode three is supposed to be about. Uh, this is season one, episode three, for those keeping score. Uh, but first, the current state of things as far as uh, the fear of this COVID-19 uh, we want to discuss, and then we will move into uh, there is only one God. And this may be split into two episodes. Uh, we'll figure that out as we go. But, uh, of course, when you go on the, the Facebook or uh, Spotify, wherever it is you go, Apple, uh, you'll be able to, to get it in full, whether it's in one or two episodes. So don't worry about that. With that said, I'd like to say hi to Pastor Brett. Hi. Good How morning, sir. I'm good. Uh, we're practicing social distancing, staying away from each other in a well-ventilated room. Uh, but I want Brett, if he would, to give a quick introduction of himself, as everyone out there knows. I like for people to know who they're they're listening to. So, Brett, if you would, just take a few moments and introduce who you are. All righty. Uh, I am, as uh, Brian said, the pastor of Morningstar Church. And been uh, Morningstar has been in existence since 2001, and... Uh, They've kept me hanging around as pastor that long, but I've been in the ministry for, oh my goodness now, some uh, 30 years, I suppose, or so. And uh, I uh, was a, um, at one time, I guess you could say I was a part-time pastor. Uh, I was bivocational, is what in the ministry like to call it. And uh, there came a time in my life when, uh, God had decided it was time for me to simply do what he had called me to do. And uh, it t- took him some, uh, he took some rather strong measures to get me pushed that way. And, uh, but since then, I've never looked back. He's always taken care of me. And, you know, the way that he uses God's people uh, in my life and in my family's life is uh, is just amazing. So, that's about all it is for me. I'm, uh, I, I love the pastorate. It isn't easy. Nothing is, you know, but, uh, but I love it. And uh, hopefully I can just be faithful to him in all things. I have a, uh, anytime I write anything or email someone or whatever it might be, after my name I put Dio, Dio Valente, which is... Um, Latin for God willing, because I believe that everything in my life should be only as God wills. And uh, that's my prayer. 
we we all need that prayer. Yes, we do. <laughs> and and that's good. No, Brett uh, is also a, a father of three, a daughter and two sons, and uh, his wife's name is Kim. Just for those, if that wasn't caught in there, I wanted to make sure I got that out there. Uh, and a shout out to them. I would have to ask you. You're going to have to get a little closer to that microphone. Got it. I'm watching the sound here. I want to make sure we get you on there, good and clear. Uh, as we go into this, uh, we're we're going to be talking about. Uh, a lot of stuff, and we're going to be talking about some current affairs going on with the, the COVID-19. And not only that, but just life um, and the chance that we take in life every day uh, that we get up or we wake up, uh, if we are fortunate enough to wake up. Yes. Um, that life is a chance, and, and it always will be. So to say that we don't want to take the chance of going out or getting out just because of uh, a virus uh, isn't really that impactful to me as a Christian believer, because I know uh, my day is sought. Uh, I know where it is down the road somewhere with God. He knows where it is. I don't know the exact date and time, but I know it's in his hands. Uh, Amen. With that said, I'm not going to step out in front of a bus to test that. And I don't think any Christian would, but we do have to understand that, that every day we get up, we're taking a chance because we're walking out into a sinful world. Um, that is degraded and will continue to degrade. So let's just settle down for a few minutes, and we're going to have a talk about God and where God is in this and where things aren't. Uh, I hear a lot of things uh, as I go out and about. I'm out a lot uh, being a commissioner in my county, so uh, I have to be out, and there's a lot of things going on. But let's discuss how we got here. And I know everybody has an opinion of how, when, why, uh, et cetera, that these things have come about uh, on what we are presently doing and where do we go from here. But let's look at it from the standpoint of the Bible, and this is where I want to really get into uh, the meat of this. This will be uh, totally spontaneous and just a discussion between two born-again believers who believe that God's Word is where we get our guidance, not a person, not an organization, not the government, but the King of Kings. And He is our government, and He is in control and alive and will always be in control. So let's talk about this. I've heard many times here lately uh, that this is a disease of one of the biblical times in Revelation of the horsemen in Revelation, uh, specifically chapter 6, verses 1 through 8, if you want to look at Revelation for that. Um, the disease and other things listed in Revelation will be uh, truly catastrophic not like the virus that we're seeing today. And, and I want to put people's minds at ease and their spirits at ease. Uh, we are in the end times, um, but in those end times, it is in God's time, not ours. So we have to look to the Word to, to understand what we're going through right now uh, since it's been brought into it. Um, and I want to kind of uh, give some uh, scriptures, and I'm going to have uh, Pastor Brett comment. I say this isn't Revelation uh, chapter 6 in the Four Horsemen. Uh, I think when that day comes, number one, I won't be here. Number two, uh, it'll be of such a catastrophic proportion that the world will know uh, what it is at that time. Acts 28.8, Matthew 17.15, Matthew 4.24, Daniel 8.27, Mark uh, 1.30, Luke 4.38, Philippians 2.25-27, Luke 8, 43, 1 Corinthians 11, 29, and 30. Diseases such as we see in this world have been here since man fell. 
And these, these verses that I gave you talk about the sickness and the sin that's in this world when Adam fell in the Garden of Eden uh, and succumbed to the sin of this world. And this sin is here, and these diseases are here. Uh, and if you look at some in the past history, and, and again, I want to get this out for Pastor to, so he can comment on what I've done. Uh, Mar- Marburg, Marburg virus, discovered in 1967, had a 25-80% to 80% mortality rate. Ebola uh, in 1976 in the Congo, um, and Ebola in 2014-2016 had fatality rates of 50 to 71 percent. HIV estimated 32 million deaths since the early 1980s. Then you have smallpox, hantavirus, influenza, dengue, rotavirus, SARS-CoV, SARS-CoV-2, which is COVID-19, uh, and that estimated mortality rate of COVID-19 is going to probably be somewhere between 2 and 4% from the stats that we have currently and from uh, realistically uh, facts that can be swayed or changed in ways that, that it make it seem better or worse. And we have to understand that sometimes that can happen. And we had uh, MERS Cove, of course, and probably several more that I haven't mentioned. But these are ones that I've just I've been reading on and, and concentrating on. So, with that, let's let's compare that uh, biblically to the illnesses and sicknesses there, Pastor. If you can kind of, I know I'm hitting you with things out of the blue and cold, but and we haven't studied this. This is this is real. We're right here one on one for the first time. Haven't discussed this at all. So I'm, I'm just going to ask Pastor if he kind of explains some of the diseases and sicknesses that we've had in the past history of, of not only this country, but of this world. The, uh, the thing that strikes you, and, you know, people talking about this being of biblical proportions and comparing it to Revelation, um, in Revelation and the pestilence and the, the diseases that we find there in that, that area of the four horsemen, we have never, never even come close. We're talking a third of humanity uh, that dies because of this. Now think about it. If there are on the earth 7 billion people, you know, a a third of that is 2 to 3 billion people all told once it's all said and done. Uh, We're nowhere near that. We have never been anywhere uh, near that. But the point that as a believer that I take comfort in is what you mentioned, Brother Brian, and that is the fact that I'm not going to be here. And that first horse, the, the rider on the white horse that appears and makes war without any arrows, he only has a bow, uh, many people say, well, that's Christ. No, that's not Christ. That's the Antichrist. Um, and he'll have to be here, and, and he'll have to be... Uh, magnified by that time before that ever comes about. So, but, you know, I'm sure, I'm just sure that in every one of those, and, you know, you had the Spanish flu that killed, you know, uh, several million people around the world. And I'm sure in every one of those, somebody said, oh, this is it. You know, this is, this is the, the, the end of the world. And it's, uh, and all of that, it is not, um, and as you said, with the, the percentage that, that we're seeing now and we're predicting is, of course, you know, much lower than what the original, you know, thought was. But that's to be expected. You're, you know, this is something new for us and, and, and all of that. So, uh, but yeah, it, uh, 
it's nowhere near what this world will see. In the reason that, sorry, I had my microphone off. And the reason that uh, uh, I wanted to, to bring this up is is because of the fear and the panic that that has been created with this disease. And and yes, this virus is unknown, and that's where the fear has come from, and that's where the panic has come from. But I'm sure every one of these viruses and diseases that we've had in the past, um, when you're talking things like leprosy, um, blindness, and things like that that were going on back in Jesus' day when they were healing people, Jesus was healing people, those diseases were deadly diseases also. Uh, And and there was fear, and there was panic, uh, and I'm sure there was in every one of these cases. But what I want people to understand is, is let's go back through past history. Uh, God brought us through all of it. Yes, he did. And he's going to bring us through this. And that's where we need to have our comfort and our peace. And, and that's what I want people to understand. We can talk about facts and stats and all this that we've just talked about as, as long as we want to talk about it till we're blue in the face or the cows come home. But the bottom line is, is that God is in it. God understands it. He sees it. He understands our suffering and our pain that we're going through. And as Christians, as believers in him, he will be there for us, as he always is, always will be. And we need to keep that in mind, uh, people, especially as Christians out there walking this world among people that don't necessarily believe what we believe. We need to understand that we need to show peace and comfort and joy in this, in all things, because God says that he does all things for our good. And we need to understand that and, and be faithful in that so people see there is a difference between what we believe and what we feel than what the world sees. Yes. Uh, you know, one of the, if I might for just a second, one of the reactions of believers that I think is, you know, and it, it, it's just like everything else with, with believers, we have two extremes. Some people are panicking and, and some are apathetic about it and say, oh, I'm not worried about it. But on that side of apathy, also what we must understand, can we get this disease? Sure we can. Uh, And people bring up David, you know, and saying, you know, pestilence won't, you know, won't uh, touch me and so on and so forth. Well, what David is talking about there, let's get things in context, isn't that he would never experience something like that, but it would not overcome him. God would not allow it to overcome him. And that's the promise that we have. No matter what we're going through, we do not have to be overcome of it because, as Jesus said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. He tells us we're going to have tribulation and we're going to go through these things. But, uh, but he said, I've overcome it. Cheer up. That's what that, uh, that means when he says be of good cheer. He's saying cheer up. I, I've already taken care of that. You know, uh, But it's, it's not that it won't affect us it's that it won't overcome us, and it shouldn't overcome us. Nothing in this world should overcome us. No. And, and that's by comparison. And the biggest thing that bothered me um, the other day in a conversation, someone said they didn't want to take the chance of coming out of their house because of this COVID-19. And, you, you know, if that gives you peace, then do so. But in that, let's not be putting that burden on someone else that doesn't right. have that same uh, belief that they're taking that kind of chance. But that doesn't mean as Christians we shouldn't care about those who have those thoughts. And here's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm doing everything that, that I've been asked to do. Uh, 
being in the position that I am, that I'm in, I understand it and I see all sides of this. Um, but there are certain things that, that I don't agree with and certain things that I, I won't abide by um, if they continue going in the direction they're going because of the freedom that I've been given as, as a human being. And, and let's face it, people, God, God gave us the right to protect our life in the way that we see fit to protect our lives. Uh, and if that is doing what you're doing, then great. And if that is me being out there in, in the world a little bit and being around and telling people, uh, what I believe, then that's what I'm going to do. But I, what I want people to understand is, is I care about people, and I've said it, and I'm going to continue to say it. I don't want to be the one to take this virus home to my parents who would not last three or four days with the underlying issues and the age that they have. I don't want to be that one. So I'm going to do everything in my power to protect me for them. Right. And that's the way as Christians we should be looking at this. We want to do everything we can to protect everybody else. And, and that's, that's just what we sacrifice as being Christians and having the faith and the belief that we have. Doesn't mean that I'm going to agree with everything. Exactly. Just means that I'm going to do everything I can, and I'll do that through prayer. I'll do that through supplication, God's Word, and making sure that I'm trying to do God's will in whatever it is that we do day to day. Um, and that's tough sometimes in this world to do that, and you're going to be called out. You're going to be ridiculed. Um, people are going to think you you don't care, and that's just not true. Anybody that knows me and in the position I'm in, they know I care, and I'm passionate about this community. I love the people here. I love the people everywhere, and that's what we're supposed to do. But I still have to be able to live my life and what God gives me to live my life, and you have to live your life as you want to live your life, and that's just the freedom in this country that we have. So please, just let's look at it both ways. Give us both a break. <laughs> both white Christians, let's give those who don't have the same belief that we have a break. Oh. Uh, and those who don't believe what we believe, give us a break. We'll all get along and we'll get through this because I'm telling you, we will get through this. Uh, this is not the end of the, the world. It's not time yet. That is for God to know, not us. Amen. So live your life out there, people. Um, so what should we do? And I, and I, I kind of wrote some notes here. Uh, no, this is not Revelation. Uh, coming for fruition in the world at this time at the end of days. Revelation's coming to fruition every day. Uh, so don't don't True. mistake that. <laughs> Revelation is exactly what it says it is. It's revealing. Uh, it's what's coming uh, to truth is going to be there, and it's going to come to truth whether we believe it or not. And, of course, everybody knows that's my famous saying, truth is truth whether you believe it or not. It is going to be what it is, and, and God knows what that is. We don't. But what should we do? In, in my life, I'm going to continue to live my life in the will of God, praying continually and reading God's Word, uh, the things that we should be doing every day anyway. And we'll have, to, we'll have and see more diseases, famine, famines, famines, I'm going to get that right, yeah. famines, earthquakes, etc., until the Lord returns for us. And that's just, that's life. That's in revealing of Revelation, people. It's there. It's in revealing of the Bible, uh, all throughout the Bible from the day of creation. Uh, and let's see if we can see what actually works uh, with this virus as things become new, uh, things start to show up, uh, vaccines and things that will be your choice to take, uh, and that will be up to you, uh, just as it, is, as it is with the influenza. You know, you know, you, there's vaccines out there for that that you can take. Um, but let's not react uh, overly uh, since we did not react this way with the Spanish flu. Uh, 
SARS swine flu, N1H1, MERS, and others. Let's let's just let's step back for a minute. And, and I'm not talking about what the, the government's doing, what the state government, federal government, local governments are doing. I'm just talking about in our daily lives. Let's just step back for a minute, take a moment, uh, do some meditation, and continue to live my life as God's given me to live. Did some adjustment on the sound. My MacBook went down there for a minute, so we're back live. Uh, Brad, if you want to say testing or something, just so I know you're back on good. Testing. Yep. Good. Yep, he's there. Uh, So we're going to continue on with that, but um, what we're going to do, or I'm going to do, and I know Pastor will do the same thing, is we're going to live our lives as we have uh, in years past and just trusting God and that God's going to lead us through this. He's going to give us his will in this, and we're going to follow that will, and we're going to stay in line uh, with God's word and continue to do that. But you better believe that I will protect my family, and I will protect your families, because that's what God has given me to do in the position that he's put me in in this local county, Uh, and I'll do everything in my power to make sure that that everybody's taken care of. Uh, But you won't see me panic, and you won't see me get crazy because that's just not the way I'm made. I'm going to look at things um, in the way God would have me look at those. And uh, I know a lot of decisions that people have asked me, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to pray about it, and then I'm going to give you an answer. Uh, And that's what I do uh, because that's my responsibility that God gave me. Um, And I hope that we would all consider that and do that. Before we uh, end this session here, before we go into the, the next session, we're going to be in here for a while. Pastor, you got anything you want to add to that before we close? Uh, it's just, um, I guess, more observation um, in the reactions of our society, uh, of humanity. And it is so like everything else that humanity has ever done. You know, one thing about God is he's balanced. He is not radical. He's not apathetic. He's balanced. And one of the things that that I find interesting is the reaction of our society. And that's really what everything's going to, to hinge on. And, uh, you know, you have on the one side, um, people that say, well, you know, I just, I don't care about this. It's not going to bother me. It's not, it's not a big deal and all that. Yes, it is. It is a big deal. Um, anything, uh, any disease or, or anything, uh, event that takes lives of people is a serious thing. Um, so apathy is not how we, especially as believers, ought to handle it. And then on the other side is the sheer panic <laughs> that uh, it just amazes me. And why toilet paper, after all? You know, I saw a meme the other day. There were two dinosaurs, and uh, there was this meteor huge meteor coming toward the earth and the, the one dinosaur says uh, look a meteor and the other one says I better go buy toilet paper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know if I really believed our uh, our economy would fail and it could because the economy is a very fragile thing to begin with but it's up to the people to keep it going by the way uh, not the government um, but if I thought that the economy was going to fall. I don't think I'd be buying up toilet paper and pizza rolls and things like that. I want things that are going to last, you know. Something that's going to last me a little longer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, but anyway, that's just, 
just my take on it. Yeah, I read something the other day, and I repeated it to some people last night. Uh, of course, you know, I'm on the phone a lot, emails, uh, texts. This is a busy time for uh, local government, especially. We're, we're swamped. Um, but uh, it, it read that uh, before COVID-19, I spun toilet paper like I was on the Wheel of Fortune. After COVID-19, I crack it like a safe. <laughs> so <laughs> those are the two different extremes in, in our lives. And, and listen, whether we're in a, a virus or we're in something new like this or any other event that might be going on in our lives, we're going to react one of two ways. We're going to react with panic and emotion and fear. Or we're going to react with common sense and just looking back at this, taking a step back and saying, what do we do next? And, and, and try to approach this from a rational viewpoint. And that's, that's what I'm asking people to do. Let's just not panic. We're good. Yeah. Uh, as you see, things are, are going down. Things are getting ready to peak in some areas uh, by all accounts of what you're seeing on the stats. Um, and then once we get over that hump, then, and things start getting back to a little more what we call normal. I don't think anything's really normal in this world, but once we get back to that, you'll you'll see people start settling down and, and things will get back into order. So, as I always say at the end of every every uh, event that I have here, every podcast that I have, uh, God is in control. He always was, always will be. Don't worry about that. And then all we have to do in the process of that is just be of good cheer because better things are to come. Thanks for listening to us. I hope we were able to open some eyes and maybe comfort some people. And again, if you have any questions or comments, uh, you can see where to go um, uh, to ask questions and and make contact either through Facebook. I know we have a Gmail account too. Can't tell you what that is, but I I could before. But anyway, we'll get into that later. Uh, I hope everybody has a blessed day. Thanks for listening.